your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And while I have you covered for all things Carolina Hurricanes here on this show, for all of your national news, go subscribe to the Locked On NHL Podcast. You need more hockey news, and the Locked On NHL Podcast is here to fill that gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, you can find Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And you can also find myself on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, folks, it is, of course, a Locked on Hurricanes After Dark installment. And in today's episode, we will be taking a look at the three-year anniversary of the Carolina Hurricanes drafting Andre Svechnikov. Trip Tracy has also signed a multi-year extension, and we will also take a quick look at things happening around the NHL. All right, so folks, getting on into the big thing for today, and that was obviously three years ago today in Dallas, Texas, the Carolina Hurricanes traded up to the number two spot to draft one Andre Spechnikov from Barnell, Russia. Um, you'll say that move has paid off. I think we can all you know, say that. Um, and he is quickly became a fixture of the franchise. I mean, obviously, trade up to the number two spot to draft a guy. You, you hope he is a fixture of your franchise moving forward, obviously. But, you know, he you know, came on the scene, um, you know, and really became a quick, quick fan favorite. Um, you know, his rookie season, he was obviously filled with highlights. Um, and then, you know, capped off with a run to the Eastern Conference Final. Um, really no complaints there from his rookie season, obviously. Um, then you look at his second year, you know, I think that may be his best season so far. Uh, his second year, and you know, that was, you know, he developed further as a player, an offensive playmaker. Um, you know, that was the year, you know, we saw him do the lacrosse move um, against Calgary at home. Um, then again, up in Winnipeg, um, and yeah, he really made strides, you know, in developing as a player in the National Hockey League. And then you get into the playoffs, uh, in that qualifying round against the New York Rangers, you know, he had that phenomenal hat trick up there in the bubble. So great stuff there as well. And then of course, you know, you know, all the pre-COVID stuff of just his, interactions with fans uh of being so nice and generous and generous and patient with them as well not being a you know um you know at the time 19 year old but you know you know 21 obviously uh but you know still being humble and not being you know that a jerk you know how you know 
some athletes and celebrities can be sometimes. You know, once they get famous, you know, they kind of, oh, I'm better than that. Uh, you know, Svetch has never been that way. Um, and then you get into his third year now, or, well, it just finished up, but um, and while he definitely you know, may have had some issues, um, at least from the outside looking in, um, from our perspectives, you know, uh, Rod Brendamore, you know, said otherwise, but, you know, he did have his dips and his lulls in the season, which, I mean, every player has that, you know, every year, but it seemed like this year it was a bit more noticeable, uh, than his previous two seasons, um, and, but, you know, otherwise, you know, he did, you know, become a little bit more well-rounded, yeah, there were the issues of, you know, taking too many penalties, and obviously there are definitely some questionable ones, to put it politely. Um, you know, and yeah, he's his third year in the NHL just wrapped up. You know, he's he's gonna be fine. Uh, you know, things are gonna come with time. Of you know, you know, cleaning up his game a little bit more, uh, and you know, not taking those dumb penalties in. Uh, you know, now he that he has been around for so long. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's an extremely talented player. You also have three years of footage on the guy as well, um, so people can predict what he's going to do a bit more. Uh, you really look at it. Uh, post him doing the lacrosse move, uh, but you know, especially this season, there are a couple times there he looked like he was going for it, and people immediately know, oh, he's gonna go for it. Um, and people get on him quicker. Uh, so I think that'll be something interesting to see moving forward of how he can uh, change up his game a little bit because you know guys are starting and not just the players themselves but you know everyone around the league is starting to know what to expect from Andre Moore um, and you know that was interesting this year of people knowing what to expect him to do. And they're able to counteract that some. Obviously, you know, you couldn't you know, stop him all the time. Fetch still happens. <laughs> um, but, you know, people were able to stop him a bit more this year. And it'll be interesting to see going into year four and beyond of how he can uh, become a bit more unpredictable in his game. Um and I think that would be really entertaining to watch. Um, We're obviously right now waiting on a news about a contract extension for him. Um, I don't think you know, there's any doubt in anyone's mind um, that that deal won't get done. Andre has obviously said that he wants to be here forever. He loves it here. Um, yeah, His significant other is from here and lives here. Um, last I saw, he was down at the beach fishing as he typically does in his off seasons. So he obviously loves it here. I think, yeah, I mean, we'll obviously see, you know, time happens, you know, he's a young guy right now, but you know, maybe this is going to be the place where he settled down, you know, like Rod Brynmore, Justin Williams, Cam Ward, so many other guys that have literally put their roots in, in the, uh, Raleigh area. Um, and it appears Andre may be the next guy to, do just that and this is going to be his home because he appears to love it uh so far and the fans love him as well like I mentioned earlier just his interactions with fans of him never being stuck up celebrity type guy of him 
always taking the time, you know, to stop and talk to people, sign autographs, take pictures, and again, just have conversations. Um, he's a great kid. Love loves fetch and can't wait to see what year four and beyond brings for him. I expect really good things from him next year. I expect him to really uh, throw a new, uh, few new tricks uh, in his magician hat. Um, hopefully we can also see the return of his magic show. That would be fantastic as well. Um, but you know, I mentioned Svetch getting a contract extension sometime this offseason. But you know, we actually had news of one today, and that was long, long, long time. Carolina Hurricanes color commentator Trip Tracy signing a multi-year extension, and we will get into that stuff right after this break, folks. It's summertime, folks, and what better way to get your car or truck running than the way you want to than with the help of the folks at rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, and even 100% more for the same exact parts from a chain store or a car dealership? And Rock Auto is, best of all, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low and the same for every customer. Like I said, why spend more for the same parts at somewhere else when you can get it cheaper with rockauto.com because they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their website. It's extremely easy to use right now to find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all those parts that I've been telling you about for your car or truck. And don't forget, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, folks, we are back and we do finally have another contract extension to talk about obviously rod brindamore was the first to get his this offseason but um news broke this afternoon i believe sarah sivian from the athletic was the first to report this that i saw at least um that color commentator trip tracy um has been extended um he has been the with the hurricanes organization since I believe the 98-99 season. So he's been around for quite some time. Um, And there was um, a little bit of worry around the fan base uh, this offseason because um, in his final sign-off on the TV broadcast, it sounded kind of like a goodbye. Um, But thankfully, that's not the case. He signed a two-year extension uh, today. Well, at least it got reported today uh, that he will you know, remain in the Hurricanes organization. And with John Forslund leaving uh, at the end of the 2019-2020 season, uh, it, you know, Tripp kind of took over that senior role that John had occupied because he had been with the franchise since the Hartford days. So he had been around for a long, long time. He's obviously... Now helping Seattle get that franchise off the ground as well. So he's, you know, been part of two franchises, uh, the beginnings of two franchises, I should say. Um, but yeah, Trippio has taken over that senior role uh, for the Hurricanes, and it'd be weird to you know not have him here because he is such a big part of the team and organization. Um, 
you know, he said, you know, in his uh, piece that, you know, with The Athletic that, uh, you know, Rod Brendamore and Justin Williams were a big part of advocating for him for this extension. He had took a pay cut, like I mentioned, last year due to COVID. So this year, obviously, was a little bit of a raise, which was great for him. He's obviously earned it. Um, he does phenomenal work. Yeah, sometimes he may get a little grading, but, you know, overall, Trip Tracy does phenomenal work. He's extremely knowledgeable about the Hurricanes. Has a phenomenal relationship with all the players. You can just kind of look um, and watch, you know, those uh, intermission interviews, um, post-game interviews, all that stuff that you can tell you know, how much they respect and like Trip Tracy. You can also listen to his podcast, Digging In With Trip, you know, to see all this stuff and, you know, just how much, you know, he means to the franchise and then the fan base as well. People love Trip Tracy. He's phenomenal. He's a great fixture and ambassador for the organization. I feel like I say that a lot with Hurricanes guys. Um, but, you know, it means a lot, you know, to have someone that's a good ambassador for your organization. You're out in public or whatever and you run into them. They're not jerks or anything like that. I know obviously the Hurricanes, you know, a bunch of jerks motto, but you guys know what I mean, you know you know, just a butthole, um, you know, to keep it PG, you know, they're, yeah, they're nice people. Um, and that's big. And yeah, he's obviously extremely beloved, um, by the fan base. Again, you've been around for so long, you ought to be, (laughs) um, but yeah, it's great to see that we'll still have him, uh, around. And it was also reported in that piece from the athletic that, you know, while um, Mike Maniscalco, who stepped up into the play-by-play role, um, left open by John Forslund, um, you know, that while negotiations haven't begun yet, they are feeling really good they're going to get something done, which that's another one. Yeah, they're, they're going to get something done. Kind of like Spatch, like they're, and Brendan Moore, you know, they're obviously going to get that done. Okay, um, really no worries there. And, you know, he, again, did phenomenal work this season. He had big, big shoes to fill. And, yeah, there were, you know, a couple of little hiccups, you know, here and there. You know, it was his first season as play-by-play. You know, him and Tripp had to build that chemistry that him and John uh, Forslund had for decades. Um, and that isn't stuff that's just going to come overnight. Yeah, they work together, you know, but, you know, Mike wasn't the play-by-play guy, and now, you know, he really stepped up. Tripp mentioned, you know, Jordan Stahl's overtime winner um, in Game 5 against Nashville. Like, that's going to be a call that is, like, played throughout Hurricanes history. I completely agree. He's had several of those this season, that just being the big one sticking out in recent memory. Um, And then it was also mentioned that um, Abby Labar, you know, who you guys, of course, you know, saw in that locked on now post game video I did with her after game one against Tampa. Um, you know, she obviously moved up to a uh, TV host for the Hurricanes. Um, you know, she is going to be staying as well. So that's all great news. We're keeping our broadcast team together, and they did ph- phenomenal, phenomenal work this season. Cannot wait to see what these guys do next season. They have a whole season under the belt. Obviously, these guys already had chemistry, but, you know, that on-screen chemistry is a little bit different. Um, and to see, you know, how that's going to just continue to develop. And you can't wait to hear the great calls that these guys 
and girls are going to be making next season. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, as a diehard Hurricanes fan, Mike Maniscalco, he really stepped up his game. You know, his play-by-play and trip Tracy continues again to be a fixture in the Hurricanes organization, fan base, Hurricanes, everything. Um, you know, he is again been around almost since the very beginning, um, and. You know, he's going to be here for at least another two years. So it's great to still have him here. And we can't wait to hear uh, what he's going to be saying on the air next year again. Uh, but, you know, there's some big news coming around uh, from around the league today. Um, you know, with the uh, general manager award being announced. And, of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs are still going on. So, of course, we got to talk about all that good stuff as well. And we will do that right after this break there is only one place we here at the locked on podcast network trust to do our online sports betting and that is of course with betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at betonline get all the latest news odds and info for all of your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all of your ufc mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on these sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, folks, and we are back. Um, And right now, two teams are one win away from advancing to the Stanley Cup final. One is the Tampa Bay Lightning whatever uh yeah there's obviously been some questionable officiating in that series um as well as the other one um the montreal canadians the 18th best team heading into the playoffs um a team that a lot of people expected to get swept in the first round by toronto is now one win away from advancing to the Stanley Cup final. They beat Vegas 4-1 to in Vegas tonight. So they could close out, I believe, the day after tomorrow um, in Montreal and advance to the Stanley Cup final. Um, the reason yeah, I'm talking about this one more than Tampa Bay is, one, I'll tell you about that in a few minutes, uh, but it's no secret that you have a former Hurricanes captain and franchise legend on that team and Eric Stahl, and he helped uh, put the team up two to nothing tonight against Vegas. Um, so it's nice to see him having you know, a really good run this late in his career and him contributing to the team. It's not, you know, he's not sitting up in the press box or riding the bench or whatever. You know, he's contributing uh, to this run, and it's great to see um, because, again, not only him, you know, being able to have 
potentially one last run. He's obviously been around for 18 years. Um, you also have former Carolina Hurricane and fa- fan favorite Joel Edmondson on that team as well. And then, of course, you know, Shea Weber, you know, he's, you know, done a lot in his career uh, to see him get a run in. And Carey Price, I think that's the biggest one on that team uh, to him get a run in because really a Stanley Cup is the only thing missing from his trophy cabinet. So it'd be nice to see uh, Montreal be able to complete this Cinderella run. Uh, that's crazy. I remember, uh, I don't remember the exact um numbers and everything uh from this comparison but it was uh comparing um you know this playoff run to the last time the canadians won the stanley cup back in 1993 and it's all identical of you know going down in series um and just all the other little things that are literally happening you know the exact same way um and it's crazy to think about that for the first time since i believe 93 Canada may actually get a Stanley Cup, uh, but yeah, it's been a while since the Canadian team has played in the Stanley Cup. I think, oh man, I think the last one was Ottawa back in Os. No, 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 not Ottawa. Uh, Vancouver back in 2011, I believe, was the last time a Canadian team played in the Stanley Cup. Because Vancouver hasn't done anything. Winnipeg, they've made it to the conference final. Obviously, Calgary hasn't. Toronto's cursed. Ottawa definitely hasn't. Montreal, yeah. Um, yeah, Vancouver is the last one. And yeah, now Montreal is one win away. And they could be going back to the Stanley Cup for the first time in a very long time, uh, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, best of luck to those guys. Um, you know, for all of your needs on the Canadians, tune in to Locked On Canadians. Islanders, you know, tune in to Locked On Islanders. Um, Golden Knights, tune in to Locked on Golden Knights. And, of course, uh, if you are, for some reason, on the bandwagon uh, of the Lightning, you can tune in to Locked on Lightning as well. And, actually, in tomorrow's episode, myself and Armando Velez from Locked on Florida Panthers, uh, we went back and forth um, about things we would rather do than jump on that Tampa Bay Lightning bandwagon. So make sure to listen to that tomorrow um, as well. And... Make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on all of our social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast, and on you can follow myself on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Jared Ellis underscore 96, and you guys have a great rest of your night. I know this was a very late Locked on Hurricanes after dark, but I hope you enjoyed it, and you guys have a great uh Wednesday, uh, and enjoy tomorrow's episode with Armando as well. Peace.